as we gather together is for us to remind one another who we really are. Do we always remember who we really are? We forget. We forget how amazing we are. You guys are amazing. Look at each other. Look at the person next to you and just say, you're amazing. You are so incredible. You are so wonderfully, beautifully made. And you are so important to God. You're so valuable to Him. And don't we all need to hear that from somebody else every once in a while? That's the reason why it's one of the main things we can do here at church is to just remind one another how incredible and beautiful and powerful and marvelous and amazing we are. Um, I just want to take a minute. I, I just feel I woke up with this story on my heart this morning um, from uh, Luke chapter 7. It's the uh, story where uh, Jesus uh, is approached by a group of friends of the centurion in Capernaum. And he's been good to them. He's helped them build a synagogue. And um, he has a, a servant who's sick. And so he sends to Jesus and says, would you come and, and pray for my servant that he could be healed? And um, Jesus agrees to go. And while he's on the way, the centurion um, has a second thought. He says, wait a minute, I don't really, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. You just say the word from where you are, and I know my servant will be healed because you're a man of authority. And, uh, what, what, you know, that, that, and what you say, God will do. And I understand that because I'm a man under authority, and I have servants that I say, come, and they come. If I tell them to go, and they, they will go. If they tell them to do this, they'll do that. And you're like that. And Jesus says, I have not... Well, first of all, I think the thing that's incredible about that story is that, is that Luke tells us that Jesus was amazed. Right? I think there's one other place in Scripture where that word is used about Jesus... He was amazed at the lack of faith in Nazareth. But here he's amazed at the faith of this centurion. <clears throat> and he, um, he says, I have not seen faith like this in all of Israel. Now, remember, the disciples are right there. They're like, what? Have we not given up everything? Have we not followed you? Have we not laid down all things and come with you? And, but there's something about this centurion's faith, how he expresses it, that Jesus calls remarkable. Jesus is amazed at this faith. And I think some of this is the fact that the centurion understands power. He was born to power, he carried power. He carried all the authority of Caesar with him. And he knew that that's what Jesus did too. He knew that Jesus was born to power, a different kind of power, the kind of power that comes only from God. The centurion was also born free. He was a free man. He was under no oppression. The Jews around him had been born to occupation and oppression. But the centurion recognized that Jesus was also free. And so he also, the centurion also did what he was commanded to do, and he had authority to command others to do 
what needed to be done. And he saw that Jesus also had this kind of authority, that Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. He only said what he heard the Father saying. And he's like Jesus in that way. Jesus is like him. They see one another. And so um, the, I think the catchphrase for this is that this kind of faith is the kind of faith that if Jesus says it, I'll believe it and I'll do it. If Jesus says it, I'll believe it and I'll do it. Do we have that kind of faith? That if we, if we hear the Lord say it, we'll believe it and we'll do it. If you just turn the page once, maybe twice in your Bible, you see Jesus send the twelve out to the villages that he's about to go to. He hasn't even been there yet. He's planning a crusade. He's going on a circuit of villages, and he wants, to, he wants the, the disciples to go ahead of him to prepare. And he says, what does he tell them to do? Go heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, and declare the good news of the kingdom of God. And what do they do? They go and do it! <clears throat> had they been, had they been, um, had they been redeemed from their sin by the power of the cross yet? No. Had they been filled with the Holy Spirit yet? No. How in the world would they, were they able to go heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead and declare the good news of the kingdom? Jesus told them to. Jesus told them to. He gave them his power and authority. He told them to. They believed it, and they did it. If you just turn your page, Bible, another page or two, you see Jesus send out the 70. I love this. So we, we often put the disciples on a, on, on a higher platform than us, even though they're just regular guys. We don't even know who the 70 were. But he, he does the same thing. He gives them power and authority. They go out and they do it. Because he said they could. They just did it. What has the Lord said you could do? What has he given you power and authority for? Do you believe it? Would you do it? This is an amazing invitation that he's given to us to take his power and his authority and his love and his grace, his life out into the world and share it and give it to others. It's such a privilege and it's so exciting. It is such a life to live empowered and equipped and sent by Jesus out into the world. Believe it. Do it. If He's given us all this, what would we do with it? Set the people around us free. Give new life to those who are dying. Speak encouragement and comfort and peace to those who are anxious and depressed. 
Bring healing to those who are in pain. Bring peace to those who are traumatized. If he says it, I'll believe it, and I'll do it. If he says it, I'll believe it, I'll do it. Anybody else? Come on, say it with me. If he says it, I'll believe it, I'll do it. If he says it, I'll believe it, I'll do it. I just encourage you this week to to listen. What is the Lord saying? What is the Lord giving you to do? Because he's given you all his power, all his authority, all his love, all of his life. What is he giving you to do? Amen. Amen. So, uh, I know that there are many here who would love to feel a touch from the Lord right now. And uh, I just uh, had a sense that we should just start at the top of the head and go all the way to the bottom of the feet. That there are things in our bodies that need healing, that, that need a touch from the Lord. Um, is this okay? All right. Um, <clears throat> so, um, if you're with somebody, if, if you just, this is a, this, you know, this is a, this is a, 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 a what am I saying? A, a community, a community thing, right? To pray for healing for one another yes. when we gather together. So if you're sitting alone, if you feel comfortable to go sit with someone else and just add your prayers to someone else's prayers, just add your strength to their strength. So if you feel comfortable to get up and move around and just sit together, um, and um, I just want to, uh, what we're going to do is, um, I didn't get any words of knowledge for healing this morning, except that the Lord just wants to start at the head and go all the way down. And so as, as you need healing in a particular area, just ask the person next to you to just, if, if you're comfortable, to just lay, on, lay hands. But I also just believe declaring healing brings healing. We've seen it happen over and over again all the time, that the Lord is here. Amen? Amen. His presence is here, and where His presence is, healing has to come. Healing comes all the time. So I just declare the Lord is here for healing. His presence is here for healing, for wholeness, for freedom in all kinds of ways. So Lord, we just pray for our heads. I just pray for, um, I pray that, that migraines would be healed that those who suffer from anxiety, depression, the effects of trauma, that you would just rewire our brains right now. That, uh, that worry, anxiety, depression would go right now. In any way, if we've had any brain injuries, any traumatic brain injuries, any, um, anything that's not right, that um, you would just rewire right now. In Jesus' name, just come and heal, heal head trauma right now. Bring peace to thinking right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray for eyesight right now. Just declare clear sight in Jesus' name. Open eyes to see. Bring healing, bring healing to eyesight right now in Jesus' name. 
Let's speak life over ears in Jesus' name. Open up ears to hear. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's pray for, for uh, necks and back, necks and shoulders. Anybody have a neck injury? <clears throat> Let's declare peace right now over necks in Jesus' name. I, I command, um, I command the, the vertebrae, the, the discs, the nerves, the muscles to just be healed in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit, touch bodies right now. Pain, stiffness, soreness go right now from necks in Jesus' name. Shoulders be healed in Jesus' name. I command the, the, the um, somebody has a, a rotator cuff injury. I just speak to the joints right now. That new cartilage would form. Bones would be healed. Speak life right now into backs. Come, Holy Spirit, heal backs right now. I just declare the peace of heaven right now over backs in Jesus' name. Nerves, muscles, ligaments, tendons, just be at peace. Vertebrae, be at peace. Come into alignment in Jesus' name. Just speak to hearts and lungs, to your cardiovascular system. Let's declare peace right now. Healing, wholeness over cardiovascular systems. That your heart and lungs would work, as, work with strength, with life, with vitality in Jesus' name. Speak over endocrine systems. Anybody who's got an imbalance in their, in, their, um, in their endocrine system right now, just speak life right now. Thyroid, uh, just be in order, be at peace. Glands and, and uh, uh, liver, <coughs> kidneys, function properly in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit, come right now. Just touch bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If anybody's just feeling the Lord's presence or you're feeling any healing happening so far, just let us know. Wave a hand. Just release life right now over bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask that you heal hips right now. Hips, hip injuries, knee injuries, ankle injuries right now. Just bring healing and wholeness into bodies in Jesus' name. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's pray for feet right now. Anybody that's got plantar fasciitis or um, pray for ankles. Anybody who's got um, carpal tunnel, nervous, pro nervous uh, nerve damage in hands or feet or legs. We just speak life right now over nerves, over your nervous system, over muscles. Come, Holy Spirit, just bring life, bring peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So anybody feel a change? Thank you, Jesus. So anybody that just wants personal prayer, we'll just open this up to personal prayer. Anybody have um, a need for healing? 
that you want, want prayer, specific prayer? Yeah? anybody else just want personal prayer for anything how many of you know there's enough Jesus here for everybody come on Jesus is enough there's enough Jesus here in the room to meet every need that we have so don't be afraid to ask because he's here he's he he is here and we can help one another stand with one another pray for one another thank you Jesus If you're not praying for somebody if you, and you want to pray, just it, I would encourage you just to, to um, um, get with somebody else and just ask them, what can I pray for for you? Is there anything that you want to ask the Lord for? Do you need a miracle in your life for anything? What would you like to ask the Lord for? Just agree in prayer with someone else for what they're asking for. It could be a job. Um, it, could be, it could be something to do with uh, family. It could be... It doesn't necessarily have to be healing, but just agree with someone else in prayer for what they're asking.